This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hi, Jade. Hey, Carly. So this is a big news week. I have been waiting, and I know you all have been waiting for this moment since, I don't know, like so long ago. 18 weeks ago? I mean, that's too many weeks. This is all Evan's fault, really. <laughs> we blame it. We blame you, Evan. We blame you, Evan, for not allowing me to share the secret that has been growing inside me. Not the pregnancy. You knew that was happening. But whether Brooks is getting a girl playmate or a boy playmate. His little friend. I mean, I've been waiting to tell you guys. Obviously, we announced it this week on um, Bachelor in Paradise after show. But I'm having a boy. Yes. Just like you. I know. It's so fun. I like. I love it so much. I mean, I remember someone in our Facebook group was like, I remember when Carly was talking about it and she said she copies everything Jade does. So I think it's. A boy. Oh. Someone said that. Because I did say, I was like, I copied you doing this and this and this and then this. And then I was like, oh, so whoever you were, you were correct. You figured it out. You figured it out. Also, you know what I figured out today? First off, how to, well, I mean, I just figured out how to make Brooks go to sleep, which was really fun. He was loving on you so it hard. Was so sweet. Was so it cute. gave me all of the newborn feels. <laughs> I also figured out how to clean a penis. A wee-wee. Uh-huh. I figured it out because you showed me. I was like, wait, what do you do? And you were like, you lift this up and then you get all these nooks and crannies in there. Well, because it's a little different than changing a girl diaper. Yeah, because you, you really, you just like, and we're like pr- Tanner we're, said, you swipe it. We're pros. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just have to get in there for a girl. Right. But with the boy, which Tanner told me, he was like, you, you be gentle. To be gentle you have to with be the sack. With the sack, yeah. With the mandrels. That's so interesting. But you have to lift up to get under there because stuff seeps in. The, this was one of the things I've told people when people say, like, what are you most nervous about? Well, the people that, like, I know and have told I was having a boy is cleaning the penis. Or, like, the penis peeing on you. I'm a little, I'm scared of that, too. How do you prevent that? Well, that's already happened to me a couple of times, but it hasn't happened in a while. It was more like when he was really, really, like, fresh newborn. Um, but, no, you just have to, like, tuck it down, too. So, you, you just, otherwise, he'll pee down. through so many diapers and so many onesies. Wait, hold on. What do you do? You just point it down point it into down. the diaper. Okay. And then yeah. you put the diaper over, like, a yeah. little blanket. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. God. And I'm it was, learning so many things. It was intimidating to me at first, but... I mean, I'm four weeks in and now it feels like second nature. So you got it. And then now I don't even think about it. At first, I, it was kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, little man. But yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, I just didn't know. Yeah. Well, now now you're going to know in first person. Like, you'll be actually doing it. Oh, my gosh. I'm still scared about it. There's so many, there's so many boy things that are so different than girl things. Also, I'm, I'm going to be, this isn't very nice, what I'm about to say. But boy clothes are not as cute as girl clothes, and it makes me sad every time I think about it. The struggle is real, though, because we were talking. I went to Bye Bye Baby the other day, and I was looking for a cute outfit for him. And I think it was for his, like, newborn photos. And 75% of the store is girls. Mm-hmm. It's cute AF. So cute. I want to buy everything. I know, especially even And then the little the boy new- section is just <sighs> like, here's a little shirt with some stripes on it. I know. 
Which, I mean, it's fine. And there are, like, some cute things. They're cute. They're just, is it because we're girls that we, we're just drawn to, like, the tutus and the pinks and the... Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I just feel like it's not as cute and it makes me sad. One day I'm going to lose my kid every Sunday and Saturday night and Monday night. When is football? Like, we've lost oh, our husbands to football. Oh, my gosh. Football season. Like, one day our kids will be sitting there and we'll be like, why don't you love me anymore? Oh, football. That makes me oh. sad. Well, Tanner right. plays, like- uh, what's the one where they, like, do gambling online stuff? I, I don't know. I can't remember. But he's won some money doing it for fantasy football, so I can't knock on it. And no, it's ironic is the studio that we, we record in is does a lot of sports Radio and That's sports. true. And now we're talking bad about sports. <laughs> Yay, go sports. I was a cheerleader for like sixth grade. You Yay, were? go sports. I was a cheerleader in fifth, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. So that makes me a real cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> Pee football. That's so cute. I was cheerleader for the Vikings. V-I-K-I-N-G-S. That's so cute. Go See, Vikings. now you can think about like if they want to be like Bella will be the cheerleader. Yeah. She and could. your little boy will be out there on the field if Which, he's into that it. That would be really cute. Yeah. That would be nice for Bella to like cheer him on. And then Evan will just be so happy Evan because actually he'll have said a future no football. Really? He I thought he'd want a future Patriots player. No. Well, football, yeah. I mean, you think about all the concussions and everything. Like that's scary stuff. That's super scary. Tanner just says he's going to raise our kid to be a punter. He's like he's just going to have to have. Oh, a, so Brooke, that's... sorry, you're going to have to have a strong leg, and Daddy's going to. We'll be. work on those legs. <laughs> He's like, all you have to do is be the punter. You don't get hurt. <laughs> you can still play pro. I yeah. get that. Evan's just like, oh, soccer, because he loves soccer. And then one day I was like, what about, like, hockey? Because that's indoors and not hot. Oh, but then your teeth and then all the oh, fights. God, and- you know, sports. Gosh, sports. What about drama? Let's have a little actor. I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, I can totally see. Actually, I can see both of your kids just being theater kids. Which would be great. There's no harm in that. You can't have any injuries unless you're like, I don't know. Falling off the stage? Yeah, like stage combat went hard today. (laughs) (laughs) Broke a rib. Um, But yeah, it's it's very exciting. I'm excited for um, Bella to have a little boy to boss around and she can she can still be the only queen just like Emmy. Yeah, it is kind of fun. That's that, nice. Yeah. Although I did want two girls, but now that I have a boy and a girl, I am glad that Emmy is the only girl. Um, are, how do you think Bella's going to handle a little brother? I think she'll be used to boys, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's not like she knows. She doesn't really know gender yet. Although I have tried to give her a boy baby doll. She loves babies. She's obsessed with her baby doll. I tried to give her a boy the other day, and she's like, no. Like, she didn't want anything to do with the boy. She only wanted the girls. She kept throwing the boy on the ground. So, I don't know. We'll see. But, like, the bitty... But she has a lot of love in her heart. Oh, yes. She's very sweet. But, no, I changed the bitty baby to a boy outfit, and she got mad. Really? But it's... That's crazy, because it's bald. It has, like, just a little bit of hair. in her heart. It was no longer a female. (laughs) It's funny. So why don't you tell us exactly how your gender reveal went down? Because I know that some of our listeners may not have seen it. And it's so funny and cute. Okay, so first off, let me just say that we actually did do a gender reveal for, um, because the boys couldn't come with us because they're in school. They couldn't come with us to the Bachelor in Paradise premiere, or Or not premiere. Reunion. Reunion 
TV show thing that we um, we did the gender reveal on. But we did one for them last week, and we basically just had all of our super close friends and um, family members come over, and then we had Bella come out. She was the reveal. And we just had Bella walk out holding a football, wearing a shirt that said, Little Brothers Are Awesome. That's so cute. It was really cute, and she had these blue pants on and blue shoes that kind of looked like monster shoes or something. And then these pom-pom blue things in her hair and, like, blue football stripes on her cheeks. Oh, my gosh. She had the stripes on her cheeks. She did, which, I mean, they were a little smeared. But she walked out and everyone was like, you know, they chose team boy or team girl buttons or whatever. Did it say team? I don't even know. And she just, she was so funny. She was, like, expressionless. (laughs) Sometimes when Bella's, like around like i don't know i guess loud noises she doesn't get scared she just kind of gets expressionless that's how emmy was for her birthday remember i told you she like walked in and we had all the balloons and everything she was doing yeah yeah that's exactly (laughs) what bella did so her face is kind of like but everyone was obviously so excited um i think the boys are like oh my gosh we're used to having a girl now like what do we do with a boy but they're so much older it'll be fun for them to teach him you know the boy ropes totally and it'll be fun for Ainsley's the youngest and for him to be like the older brother who now feels like oh I can teach my little brother how to kick balls and play soccer and you know do all the the boy stuff because he hasn't obviously got to experience that so that'll be really fun now you have Evan well especially oh my gosh so many boys Jade you guys yeah and you guys are going to be a family of five kids five kids four boys Thank God Bella was a girl because I can't, I mean, if I, if it was all boys, I'd be feeling very overwhelmed, but I have Bella and she makes (laughs) me feel less overwhelmed. Although she's the queen. I somehow Bella became the queen and I became the princess or something. I don't know. Queen Isabella. I mean, did you go by her full name? I mean, Queen Isabella Evelyn. I I mean, she was destined. She was destined, which I knew going in, she had to have a strong, I knew she was going to be royalty. And then for the people that have missed the, uh, Bachelor in Paradise reveal. Basically, we already, I know I've said this, but we already knew that it was a boy. Jade knew that it was a boy. And they revealed to the world, but we sort of already knew. But I don't know that Chris Harrison knew that we knew. I'm not quite sure what happened. But Chris Harrison, quote unquote, Chris Harrison, brought out this big giant cake. And we actually didn't know what the reveal was going to be. We knew we were revealing to, you know, the world that watches The Bachelor that it was a boy, but we didn't know what the reveal was going to be. How they were going to do it. Smoke or streamers or whatever. I know. I was like, are we going to have to go outside for this? I know. I was like, what's going to... I was thinking, oh, gosh, they're probably going to explode blue something. But then we filmed it at the beginning. So I was like, well, they're not going to clean that up. What's going to happen? So a big cake came out and... um, Wells Adams jumps out of the cake wearing a blue onesie and Wells and Evan are best friends. So it was really funny. He leaped into Evan's lap. He leaped into Evan's lap like a true baby. But it was it was really funny. But it was just it kind of caught me off guard because I was like, wait, we already know the gender. We just wanted to like be a part of sharing it with the world as well. So if you're wondering. I'm really conscious about the products that I use, especially on my skin and my body. And I love things to be all natural and um, ingredients that I know, especially now that I'm breastfeeding. And 
That includes deodorant. I like to find deodorants that are ingredients that are natural because there's breast tissue in your armpits and I wanna make sure that I'm not getting any kind of talc or aluminum or any kind of chemical into my breast tissue. That's why I use native deodorant because it's formulated without all those, without the aluminum, the parabens, and the talc. It's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch, things that you know, and there's no animal testing, which I approve. The best thing about Native that I think people wanna know is do natural deodorants work? And it does, it works. Making the switch to a natural deodorant does not mean having to sacrifice an odor and wetness protection. Test it out and see for yourself. They have over 8,000 five-star reviews and they've been featured in places such as The Today Show, Pop Sugar, Refinery29, to name a few. I personally use the coconut and vanilla, which is their most popular scent, but you can also try their lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. There's no risk to try. They offer free returns and exchanges in the U.S. You guys can get 20% off your first purchase to try Native Deodorant. Just go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code MOMMIES during checkout. That's 20% off your first purchase at nativedeodorant.com, promo code MOMMIES. It was so funny, though. Like, it was so funny. It was good. It was good. Well, I just kind of looked at Jade like, wait, what's happening? I never know what's happening in, in the world anymore. That's anyway. Yeah. Mom life. You live minute to minute. But Wells was like the perfect candidate to come out of that cake, too. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah, it was so funny. And now I feel free. And you can shout it on, from the rooftop. Yeah, and I don't feel it's so annoying to even like if I'm buying something for like the nursery and I want to share it or we have an interview and someone's asking me I don't have to be like the baby I can say he mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like I don't have to feel like I live in the secretive world of <laughs> I know but no one else can know it's just so annoying um do you have names like if you guys have an update on names on like where you're leaning towards we have one name that is uh, the one name I've told you that keeps spinning but the ending of the name is changing Oh. Which I'll tell you about later. Okay. That, that I am going to keep secret from you guys because I do want to, I think, look at them. Yeah. I feel like. Because well, I didn't do that last time. But don't have. Okay. My advice to you is don't have two names in the running that are like 50-50 because then it's like a mind Oh, screw. gosh. That's. Yeah. That's. Because I'd stare at his face and I'd be like, I don't know which one you are though now. We have. So we have what we want to call him, but the full. But that's like the. Nickname? The nickname. The full name could either be one thing or another thing. Now I'm intrigued. It's, I don't know. And you know who came up with the one I like? The ending I like? Alon. Really? Yeah, and that's so funny. Um, but yeah, so I really like this name and I'm like, I'm gung-ho f- for it. I think, I don't know. It's hard. I'm not sure. But anyway, you guys, it's a boy. Also, I'm t- truly excited about this episode we have today because going to another note, this is a person that has two boys, but also two girls, and it happened all at the same time. <laughs> so uh, my brother has a best friend named George, and they have been friends since, oh gosh, middle school, high school. And George married a woman named Amber. His high school sweetheart. They're high school sweethearts. And they have quadruplets. quadruplets. And like, how do you do it? You know what I mean? Like, how do you do it? And Amber's going to come talk to us about 
how it's, she does it. It's magic, right? It's just like a snap of the finger, right? Oh, yeah. It's just so easy. <laughs> My mind actually explodes when I think about every single aspect of life with I think about one and it's already like so hard. I think about two and I'm like, whew, yeah, I mean, doable. Yeah, it's doable. But then you're like three, whoa, okay, I don't. And then you're like four and you're like, there's no way. Like, uh, what? What is life? You and know? People do it though. They do it. And Amber's going to tell us how. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you're gonna pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. Mint Mobile's new approach to wireless is definitely a thing of the future because everything's online now, right? And I love that I have all the coverage that I need as a normal big wireless company. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And with Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. You can choose between plans that are 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Phone number along with your existing contacts. And you can ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash babes. That's mintmobile.com slash babes. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash babes. Amber, you have quadruplets. I remember the last time I saw you and I was like, how did you do the newborn stage? And I remember you saying, oh, this is so vivid in my mind. You said I have pitchers of formula that we use at night. Oh, yeah, we did. George actually figured out how to do that. It's amazing. He figured out how to make ga- gallons of formula. He figured out the math. That's crazy. That. And we would make 32 bottles every night. Oh, my God. I just, I just, I, and you are al- still alive. <laughs> we are. And I don't think we're too crazy. I mean, craziness comes with having kids in general. 100%. Okay, so let's delve in and start at the beginning with your pregnancy and having four. Like, how, how did you, how did you do pregnancy with four? I have one in my belly right now, and I'm like, whoa. Well, so one thing for me is that I've never had a singleton pregnancy. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so, true. So, and also the same thing with like raising kids. I don't have any other experience. Right. Right. So everything, everything that we experience is kind of our normal. So with the pregnancy, I don't really know like what it's like, or it's not like, I think compared to other people with high order multiples, it was relatively unbeneficial totally a roller coaster like from the day we found out to delivery and even seven years later we're still like up and down with emotions and where we are so when you found out it was crazy four how did you feel so we went to the doctor's office expecting that we might be having like twins okay because they had been measuring pregnancy hormone levels and mine were really high gotcha so 
I was like, either we're having twins or I've got a real like health problem going on here. <laughs> so we went in and we did the sonogram and the doctor goes, oh, there's a healthy heartbeat. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> and then she pauses and she goes, oh, there's a third one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And at this point, she's like, oh, wow, triplets. That's wow, triplets. You know, just kind of. Right. Which because that is a wow in and of itself. Yeah, like we went from we could handle twins <laughs> to oh gosh, there's three of them. Right. <laughs> then my husband was looking at the the monitor. He's like, "What is that other dot right there?" Oh my gosh, is that a fourth baby? And the doctor looks at it and she goes, "Oh, I think it would be an empty sac. Oh. Sometimes that happens." Yeah, yeah. but you can see when you're looking when they're very early, you can see usually a little bit of movement mm-hmm. for heartbeats. And he's going, no, I just, I think I see a heartbeat. Oh, my goodness. So at this point, the doctor leaves <laughs> to go get another doctor. <laughs> George so, is ba- uh, basically the doctor right now. Yes, George is like, no, I really see four. <laughs> and the doctor's talking herself out of it because she's not really wanting this outcome either because it's risky. Sure. Other doctor comes in and he, go, he goes, yeah, there's a, there's a fourth um, heartbeat. It's like, he, he's really funny and has really good bedside manner. He goes, it's just like a linen sale. You bought one and you bought three free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Uh. Super funny and kind of broke the the discomfort. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we are so scared now. So then after we, like, recognize that we found four babies, they usher us to the doctor's like his office oh wow and they kind of just leave us there if there's one thing i'm truly ocd about it's taking my prenatal every single night i set it next to my sink so i never forget it because it's the one thing i know it's so good for my baby it's so good for myself because i know that every single day i'm not getting all the nutrients in through the food that i eat so it's super important for me to take them prenatal i'm really obsessed with the perfect prenatal multivitamin though from new chapter it's actually fermented so it's better absorbed by your body you can take it on an empty stomach which is so important i have the most sensitive stomach ever it's also made with the finest organic vegetables and herbs it's non-gmo project verified 100 vegetarian certified gluten-free and there's no added sugar or sweeteners unlike those prenatal gummies um, and you can find a new chapter at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or your local health food store. So it's all around you, super easy to find, and so good for you and your baby. Go check it out. Also, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what was going on outside the room, but inside the room, we're just alone. Oh, my gosh. With- this really big news that's really hard to digest and just yeah. comprehend. Yeah. We're swirling around with this. I I feel like it was like an hour of just being alone. I guess they were maybe giving Stop. us time. Or an hour? What, I don't know what they were doing at this point, but it was a long hour where we wanted like answers and a game plan where to go next of course well like the longer you're in there just waiting alone the more your mind has to just be like going like you know what i mean like why are they not in here yet like is there something wrong or but one of the things that we talked about is that we felt it was going to be okay that's good that we felt 
we would it would turn out okay and we would be safe and that we wanted for our doctors to know that we were not open to um, selective reduction mm-hmm. is the thing sometimes medically recommended because there are so many risks with higher order multiples. So when they came back, that was kind of one of the first things that we told them. We we're like, we're we're going to have all these babies, so just tell us what to do. Gotcha. Carewise. Yeah. Now, our doctor was amazing. He respected that totally. He was like, okay, so here's your, you have risks of very premature delivery. You have risks of short and long-term disabilities, risk to mother, risk to baby. But I have excellent um, maternal fetal specialist to refer you to. So you'll go there next. And so that's exactly what we did. Wow. We kind of started doing research <laughs> and we went to the specialist as soon as we could. I think like the first week before I saw the, the maternal fetal specialist, I started just Googling like success stories mm-hmm. and I would send them to George like, oh, there's a set of quadruples that just graduated college or, oh my gosh, that's so you, know, cool. you know, yeah, things like this, like four, these quadruplets are on a basketball team together and oh, just yeah. kind of stories of hope just to know that people actually do this. We could do it too. Right. Um, so we finally went to the, the doctor, the specialist, I think um, like 11 weeks or something like that. And he was amazingly good with higher order multiples. He had delivered several times before. And I asked him a whole list. I had a book like, of questions like, what should I be eating? And all that stuff. His best advice wasn't one of my questions was there's a blog written by a mom in the area. Oh, my God. Look it up. So I did. And I contacted her. I found out that there's a whole community of people who have quadruplets and quintuplets. Wow. Wow. And it's amazing. And so I started connecting with people in our area and across the nation who were either expecting quadruplets just like us. So we met people that kind of went through the same things at the same time. That's so cool. And that was huge help because they're the people that tell you, you need to make formula by the picture. Right. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. or this is the doctor to see, or this is what how to do it because there's really not books for this. Yeah. There's no, no guide. So you have to rely on other people who have experience to help you through it. Every single time I go through my phone, I'm like scrolling through and I tell myself I'm going to do something with all of these baby pictures because let's be honest, I have a year and a half of baby pictures and a new baby coming up. So I'm starting to get overwhelmed with the amount of pictures that are in there. Well, today is the day that I discovered this amazing app called Precious. Precious scans all of your photos in the photo library for the absolute best pictures of your baby. And then it uses those great baby photos to automatically make this monthly milestone collage and slideshow that shows you your baby's growth over time. You know how long that would take you to do yourself so long. And it offers thousands of cute art options that make memories more convenient and beautiful to create. And Precious really does it all for you. And it's incredibly easy to use. All you have to do is download the app. And seriously, it just works wonders. You can subscribe to the premium version of Precious Baby Art Unlimited for watermark-free photos and get unlimited access to the app's 
full creative library of over 5,000 stickers, frames, and creative tools. Create heart-melting monthly milestone photos today with Precious. Go to preciousapp.com slash mommies and start your free three-day trial to Baby Art Unlimited. That's preciousapp.com slash mommies for your free three-day trial of Baby Art Unlimited. You're welcome. It's just so nice to have that too because like you said, like it's your first time going through it. You don't know what to do. Like you didn't know that you're supposed to make gallons of formula in the middle of the night, you know? Right. Like, or for them to have during exactly. the middle of the night. That's so nice just to yeah. have almost like a little playbook. Right. Yeah. And just the support. Just like a whole support team. Yeah. Right? How far along were you when you gave birth? Uh, so we made it to 30 weeks, five days. Wow. Which is pretty good. Um, most quadruplets are delivered between... 26 weeks and 32 I and then know. there's a few rockstar moms that make it like to 35 oh my gosh like, there's so many factors involved and i remember being at like 27 weeks going um how much longer are we going to do this yeah i can't i can't even imagine hard. yeah it's very hard on the body but the babies did really well we had a few little scares along the way one of our girls um was small for her gestational age so she was always just smaller than the rest of them, but she um, continued growing. So um, we didn't deliver because of that. I had um, a routine, like one of my biweekly visits or something towards the end, and my blood pressure spiked really quickly. Like while I was in the appointment, I came in okay and then got to not feeling very well. And within 24 hours, we were prepping for C-section and Rapidly, things started kind of just unfolding with delivery. You guys, I have talked about this, and I will talk about it again, because I am obsessed with Fabletics and the way I look in Fabletics and the way I feel in Fabletics. And I'm also obsessed with Kate Hudson, and she co-founded Fabletics. So have I said this enough? I love Fabletics. You guys, I'm wearing the cutest outfit right now. It's so soft. It's so affordable. Nobody has it because the styles change every single month. And all you have to do is go take this quick 60 second style pop quiz for personalized outfit recommendations. You shop for thousands of styles that are curated just for you. And you can check out as a guest or become a VIP and get these really great VIP perks. They're up to 50% off regular prices, free shipping, and additional perks you guys you are gonna look so cute just like me you're gonna look good and feel good and right now fabletics is offering our listeners an incredible deal you don't want to miss you can get two pairs of leggings for only 24 dollars. that's a 99 dollar value when you sign up for vip and honestly i have never felt cuter and more comfy so just go to fabletics.com slash mommies to take advantage of this deal now that's fabletics.com slash mommies to get two leggings for only 24 dollars. also free shipping on orders over 49 dollars. international shipping is available and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order that's fabletics.com slash mommies you're welcome you're gonna look and feel so cute so then they all were delivered C-section, and I'm assuming all of them had to spend time in the NICU, right? Yes. What's the routine plan for that? Fortunately for me at the time, I did not realize how prepared our medical team was. Mm-hmm. I didn't find out until after the babies were delivered and in the NICU that, the, that our NICU that we had chosen was warming the beds 
every day wow. from 26 weeks on. And the hospital where we delivered had like dry runs of like where people should be and what room wow. we're going to be in and kind of executing this plan and then what to do after the babies were delivered because in our delivery room, each baby had a team mm-hmm. of nurses and respiratory therapists and all kinds of people who were checking them in and getting their vitals and then getting ready to transport them because we delivered at one hospital and then we're having the babies transferred to a children's hospital. Mm. Gotcha. We were also told after delivery that because of all that planning that we had the easiest C-section of the day at our hospital. Wow. Because they were just so ready for it. Yeah, Everything totally. Really smoothly. That's amazing. Yeah, they were ready. So even though it was our first time and we didn't know the whole team couldn't have been better. That's amazing. And it easing our anxiety too, because there were some points when I got really um, scared about going in for C-section. I had to be away from my husband and mm-hmm. getting ready. But the nurses that took care of me, were so sweet. They prayed in my ear. They told me all these comforting things. They took pictures. They took my camera and like took pictures because nobody else was allowed in the room. So they took care of all of those things too for us. It was just as good as it could be. It's completely different than, um, I've listened to some of your birth stories and it's definitely different, but Mm -hmm. it was, it was very low stress for how big it was. Gotcha. And then their NICU stays seemed to go well. Like, how long were they in there? They did really well in the NICU also. They were considered feeder growers. Basically, the babies were just too small to be able to take in enough food and be able to breathe on their own. So the first one came home at right at six weeks. And then our last baby came home a week later. So it was between six and seven weeks for all of them. Oh, wow. It was a long six weeks, but they actually came home before they were due to be born. Wow. So we wow. had a relatively, some circumstances, it was a relatively easy NICU stay for us. And it was also time for us to heal and learn because we're first-time parents, so we didn't right. know how to do baby care. So the nurses really were there to help us learn how to take care of Babies and babies who are premature because preemie babies have more difficulty with things like feeding and sleeping and things like that can be difficult. So I tried to use that time as kind of a a blessing or a silver lining. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So when you first came home, you kind of got into the groove, I guess you would say. So the week when they came home, it was kind of interesting. We started... Our first baby came home on, the, I think, like a Tuesday. So we had, like, first-time parents. We brought home our baby, you know, a little carrier, and mm-hmm. now we have a baby at home. And it, we actually say this was one of the hardest nights. Oh, yeah. I had to go to Walmart or something, so I left George at home with the baby, had my list, and I'm going through Walmart picking up all this stuff. And I realized after a while that George has called at least three times, and he has texted, like, oh my 911, like, it's not good. It's like, Call him from the Walmart. Are you guys okay? He goes, yeah, I had a nosebleed and Harper was crying and I didn't know what to do. Oh Aww. my gosh. He just was overwhelmed with like, what do I, how do I take care right. of the baby? But he figured it out. Nothing imploded. Oh my and gosh. we started figuring out routines. So we, we kind of got in the groove with one baby and we did that for two nights. And then we got a call from the hospital that we needed to bring um, the car seat for one of the girls. 
when you have a baby in the NICU, they have to pass a car seat test. Right. Yeah. So basically the baby sits in the car seat and it's like strapped into a car seat. And then they simulate being in a car for like three hours to be able to breathe and turn their head and mm-hmm. things like that. So she needed to pass that. So I bring her car seat for that. And we're back home with the first baby. And I go, where is the other car seat? <sighs> One of the gosh. other babies was ready to go, so I had to bring a second car seat. Oh so my now we gosh! Went from one baby to three babies. Wait, but do you even have a big enough car to put four babies? Well, well, <laughs> the pregnancy we had a, a, a small Jeep, <laughs> which we sold and bought a Volkswagen van. Oh my so gosh! At this point we yeah. are you're we van, are cool people. van people. We're van yeah, people too. Really. Really cool. We're no longer van people. Oh, lucky. <laughs> we we thought we were like living the van life for a while, but uh, yeah, we we treated it when the kids were bigger and could like get in the car alone. Oh, right, right. But at this point, yeah, we have a van, so it'll fit three car seats. Oh my goodness. So so we're doing this. So I go. It's just my mom and I, because George is back at work. He's already used up paternity leave with our NICU stay. Oh wow. So I'm at the hospital now with one baby already in the car seat. And so I'm going to figure out how to install three car seats in a van. Oh, my gosh. If you ever, I don't know if you've ever installed a car like this, but, like, I think you need a PhD. <laughs> They're very confusing. Especially if you have to fit multiple I don't, car seats I don't in even a get, car. Yeah, I don't it's get it. It's crazy. So I'm in the van, like, sweating and pulling things and I finally get it all done so now we three babies come home oh my gosh we're getting into a groove with this and we are first-time parents who think that the baby needs to sleep in the room with you because <laughs> that makes sense yeah. when you have a baby yeah right they wake up in the night you feed them you go back to sleep right well, when you start putting three babies in your room oh my gosh and they fuss and they burp and they those sounds the baby sounds they yeah make so many sounds right they make so many pounds and when you are already sleep deprived it's excruciating right so we very quickly moved all the babies to their nursery get them going for like two nights and now we have a fourth baby oh my gosh so the fourth baby comes home <laughs> and i want to watch this, this movie point, oh, it would have been quite entertaining because we were practically sleepwalking we're having oh. to wake up the babies were on a three-hour feed schedule Oh my gosh. So oh my gosh. we would change them, feed them, try to snuggle and bond or whatever, take a nap, and then wake up an hour and a half later and do it, do again. it again. Do it again. So the first weekend, we had all the babies, my mom and sister, graciously are spending the night with us to help us with all these babies. Oh my gosh. And we are up at night and we're trying to figure out the schedule. Like, who's going to wake up at midnight, three, six, and oh. take care of it? And at this point, you needed at least one person to feed two babies. We figured out how to feed two babies together with one person. So it's two people getting up with all these. And somehow I figure out through this that one person doesn't get a break, and it's me. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. <laughs> of course. I just lose. I'm like, like, I never get a break. Oh, yeah. I never will get a break. I, I, right. I am waking up every couple hours. Mm-hmm. Which is not, so, you can't live like that. It's insane. I mean, we did some crazy things at this time. Like, I went to work with my sweater on backwards. <laughs> at least you it know, wasn't your pants. I, 
oh, for sure. I, I, you know, I, I think I never wore my pants backwards, but <laughs> like, we would pour, like, who knows what happened. We had a, we got a Keurig at this time because we were living on caffeine. Oh, yeah. And it was not uncommon for somebody to brew the cup, like brew the coffee with no cup. Oh, so yeah. Coffee would go everywhere. Yeah, that makes sense. I tried pumping and I um, would forget to put the milk in the refrigerator. Oh, gosh, which is so sad. Just insanity. But we did figure out like, when we realized that even with help that we were going to have to be taking care of babies 24-7, we had to quickly learn mm-hmm. systems and routines. And that's when we learned things like we need to make formula by the pitcher. Right. You know, we have to have a system for this. So we knew that people aren't always going to be there helping us. We have to figure out how to be independent. And that's kind of what we've been doing ever since. We're just always trying to come up with little little hacks or tricks or whatever we can do to make things as normal as possible and functioning smoothly. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. We've somehow managed to get them to age seven. <laughs> I mean, I can't even, like, a newborn stage just sounds so crazy. But then I think about, like, Jay and I both have girls that are in toddler stage of, like, you know, the talking back and the saying no and just having, like four toddlers run around <laughs> saying no uh, you know <laughs> how old is bella now she like, is a year and a half but she is she just gosh she has opinions and they're well, normally bad opinions yes that is the age where um george came home from work one day and he goes parenting just got like it just stepped up a little bit. Oh yeah. It just got difficult. Like uh-huh. they're talking to us and they're telling us no and they're opening things. <laughs> yes. They're into everything at that age. And we thought eighteen months was really tough, but three years old. Oh gosh. Is when that, it got. Three that was the bad. Wow. That was the bad what did, what did they start doing that you guys were like ripping your hair out? So our and this is our challenge with kind of everything. We have Four kids with different personalities that hit phases kind of together, but staggered. Totally, yeah. So at that age, we were trying to potty train them. Oh, my gosh. Potty training. (gasps) Potty training quadruplets was, wow. Insanity. It it was a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, we had two, you know, one of our sons practically potty trained himself. So if he was the only child I had potty trained, I'd be like, you guys, you should you just do it. Buy a toilet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. You just, you know. But then I had another child who um, I did everything. Within it. If it was written in a book, if somebody told me, I tried it. And it was not until he was four years old that he was really potty trained. Wow. And it was all about his, um, like, emotional readiness to do it. Mm. So at age four, he was good. But it was a rough age three to four with potty training, um, they were also very verbal at age three mm-hmm. and emotional, like lots of crying. Oh, the tantrums. Tantruming. The, the tantruming, tantruming is really so rough. bad. Oh. It was so rough, but then they would be so cute. When I look at their pictures of when they were three, they were the cutest little things, but <laughs> their, their emotionality was very difficult. And I think it's probably preparation for what is to come because we still have the teenage years ahead of us the teenage years are i mean i'll say from watching evan's boys like i mean the teenage years are interesting it's a really quick shift to all of a sudden you're like wait what happened when did you grow up and like 
you really became a teenager, what? Which means they it's think very interesting. when they're teenagers, they think that they're adults. They think they hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I thought I and, thought I oh, was. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they think that they should have like the rules and regulations that adults have. Yeah, which is like not true. Absolutely. But don't think about that yet because they they're only the seven. <laughs> <laughs> we are just trying to make it through seven right now, and and uh, we're we're already seeing a shift from having like preschool age kids to age seven. They're they're in school and now they can read and right you know, yeah you have you know sometimes when you want to say things in front of your kids and you spell oh we can't do that you anymore. can't because they can spell because <laughs> they can spell oh no we were just talking spell. about that we're like oh we have to spell in front of our children now oh you can't you can't even use that trick <laughs> yeah and that was always a funny time when we would do that because i would try to spell really quickly and door would go door would go no um I didn't get all that. I go, I repeat it again. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to pick it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. And we also have group think with them. So, you know, maybe something that one child wouldn't figure out, four Mm. of them can. Oh, that's true. Four brains are smarter than one. They are. They're really smart and they're really clever. So they figure out all kinds of things. Like when they were three and we put them in their big kids' beds, our boys went through a phase where they would flip over their beds. And jump on the like the underneath of it. Oh yeah, like just crazy shenanigans at that age. <laughs> Are they like um, all best friends, or do they like do they have like their one best buddy? Uh, they kind of pair off, and it changes from time to time how they pair off. Um, we have noticed since they started school when they started kindergarten. We put them in their kindergarten classes, boy, girl, boy, girl. Oh, okay. And the peers that are at school together actually have gotten closer to each other. Oh, that's cool. It is really cool. Like When we first did that, we kind of weren't sure. It was almost a process of elimination. Like, if you put the girls together, they'll talk all the time. And oh, yep, that's so we true. we came up with this combination. <laughs> and their teachers have continued to say that every year. We ask at the end of the year, what do you recommend? And so far, two years in a row, they've said, leave it like it is. Wow. But the the way they are in school is more how they are friends. They spend time with the same kids at school, and they develop friendships outside of each other together. So it's real interesting. That is interesting. What is the coolest part about having quadruplets? Like, I feel like for, for me, it would be just to watch all their different personalities come out, you know, but... I'm just curious for you. No, it really is that. And experiencing everything that we do with them is kind of magnified. And sometimes that can be difficult, but then it's like this summer we took them to Disney World. So we got to see four seven-year-olds experiencing Disney. That's that is so cool. That is very it's magical. Yeah. Oh, I want to go. Next time you go, I want to go. <laughs> 100%. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Birthday. Yeah, like oh, their birthday yeah. is practically like Christmas in July. Because four people are having a birthday together. That's they, so cool. It's also cool to watch them share milestones mm-hmm. together and to always have someone who's experiencing things. Like they just went back to school and everybody's a little bit jittery mm-hmm. this first day, but they always have a built-in friend. That's so They will so always cool. know someone. Oh, I love They're never that. alone. Totally. I can imagine like buying clothes back to school shopping. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Are they like, no, I um, want this shirt. Are they like the same size? Are they? No, which makes laundry really difficult. Oh, oh my gosh. You know, they could just share stuff, but um, my boys are a size apart and my girls are a size apart. No way. So, and the other funny thing is that they don't like hand-me-downs from each other. Oh, of course. They, yeah. they will go, Kids. oh, that was 
on so sure. So sometimes I will buy duplicates of things knowing that. Oh, this, yeah, that's smart. So that I can take, like, they won't know because I just hand it down from. Oh, yeah, they, just, they just one. size up. That's smart. That's really exactly. smart. They don't typically like to dress alike, but every now and then they will go, well, we wanted to twin today. That's so And they will cute. choose. It's, it's a funny thing to watch how they do. And sometimes they'll do it on accident. They'll, they dress themselves now. So they'll go dress themselves and they'll come out matching. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. That's like life goals right there. <laughs> I guess I would just say, what's your advice to any woman out there who's pregnant with multiples right now? Just how to get through it and any advice for when you have them as a parent? Yeah, that's just- a great question. Oh, that is a good question. I think it goes right back to what my doctor told me in the beginning. Yeah. You need to find the person who's going to be able to relate to you and be able to give you that reassurance that mm-hmm. you can handle this and then give you advice on things to do. But that said, everybody has to kind of do what works for them. So even other families that have quadruplets obviously don't do things the exact same way we do. So we kind of listen to what other people have done and we kind of make things our own. And we do it our own way, but we're really big on routines and structures and finding ways to do things because we have to streamline everything from like making lunches to getting everybody showered to, you know, buying back to school supplies. Everything has to be kind of in order. And at the same time, we have to be really flexible. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm a really type A person by nature. And so early on, I would get these ideas like this is how we do it. And then things just would come apart so we have to figure out how to go from plan a to plan d or whatever right to make things work because a lot of times especially with kids you know they have opinions too or you know getting out and doing things there's always some sort of little pitch like whenever we're trying to get to school on time somebody has to go to the bathroom or we can't find our shoes oh yeah and we have to just cope with it all these people needing to go to the bathroom at different times. Oh, my gosh. The things you don't oh. think about till you think about I'm them. I'm still not over the laundry. Right. The laundry. Oh, wow. Oh, laundry. Oh, that's a thing, too. <laughs> Never um, ending, I can imagine. Do you and George find time? How do you find time for your relationship having also an four question. kids? Yeah, so a couple of things. We work really hard, and we're still working on this, getting our kids to bed early enough Mm -hmm. that we have time to just have a conversation without interruption. Right. You know, even if it's only just 10 minutes, just to kind of reconnect. So getting them to sleep, and this is a struggle that even we're having at seven because they get out of bed. Oh, yeah. The better we work as a team on bedtime, like no devices, no Mm -hmm. distractions, focus on their bedtime and get them down, then we'll have time together. Mm Mm-hmm. That's important, but in the past year, we joined an amazing children's enrichment classes, and they offer like parents night out and kids oh, activities. So, cool. like today, I actually went to the gym before I called you guys and signed them up for a yoga party on a Saturday evening. So we will drop them and we'll go have date night while they're doing something enriching and fun with their friends. That's, That's so, so cool. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's been it's been huge. And as they've gotten older, too, we've gotten to where we have date night sitters that we'll hire. And we try to do it monthly or every couple months. When they were younger, it was much harder because we couldn't find people who we felt 
either that we trusted enough to manage for oh, kids totally. or were willing to do it. Yeah. Or that we that we could afford the price because yeah, right. paying a babysitter is one thing and when you have four two year olds That's a that's a hard thing <laughs> it's for a thing. Yeah. This yeah. I mean, even to get somebody to say yes to that. So we really relied early on. We had some great grandparents and even friends of our parents kind of acted as sort of grandparents and would help us with um, like either a date night or they were itty bitty and we had to go to the doctor a lot. George would be working and I'd have to take like four infants oh my to the gosh. doctor. Yeah. How, what? So, Wait, how did you even? Gosh. Yeah. So I would usually, if if one of our parents couldn't do it, <laughs> a lot of times my mom's sweet friends, they're angels. Oh, that's um, amazing. Would come and they would come with me to doctor's appointments and, you know, the stroller with two babies and help me unload and, do all the things. And then sometimes we would double up and we would also like go run an errand because when the kids were babies, all this wonderful online shopping and grocery stuff wasn't really a thing. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that makes sense. I survive on Amazon. Amazon. Me too. Oh, for sure. Amazon Prime was my diaper and formula delivery, but like groceries and stuff like that. Right. Couldn't order it, which now we do. And that's great. But Man, I wish they had that when my kids were infants. Oh, God, no kidding. <laughs> what that would have made changer. Yeah, that would have made life a lot easier. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness. Even now, I still do that. <laughs> Lots of online ordering. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to survive without it, I don't think. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's just the way of life now, I think. It, it is. It's just how people mom. <laughs> you know? Yes, for sure. That's true. For sure. Mom life's that Amazon shopping life. It really is. <laughs> yes. Amazon and uh, Target have oh, my yes. have my heart. Take yeah. all of our yeah. money. Take it all. <laughs> Amber, thank you so much. Jade and I have been You're wanting to welcome. talk to you for forever. Like, and I'm so glad that it, we finally have made this happen because this is like, I mean, it just like blows my mind that you are you. Uh, yeah, you did it. I know you say it's your guys as normal, which it is, but like I, I'm sitting here right now and I have a. Um, one month old uh, baby and I'm just he's in my arms and I just can't imagine three more three more you are a rock star you are you and George man you are you are really killing the game here (laughs) well it takes teamwork yeah no that's so important Uh, thank you so much for joining us though we really appreciate you coming on and sharing with us and giving us some good advice to anyone out there listening and do you have anything left to leave us with amber oh i don't know you know i think a lot of people say we're rock stars or whatever but i'm like we're just doing what we have to do and you would too yes it's true but you guys are their best right yeah everybody's doing their best whatever that is absolutely (laughs) well it's a pleasure to talk to you fun tell george i said hello all right we'll do take care and the kiddos thanks for coming on you're welcome take care (laughs) Jade, can you, I mean, I know you just said this, but, like, can you literally imagine we're sitting here with three more children? I mean, I know, like, what she said, like, you just do what you have to do, and you would, like, I would. Yeah. But from my perspective of only knowing how to take care of one newborn at a time, it just, it really does blow my mind. I really just give so much credit to her and anybody out there who has multiples like I mean, it's, it's amazing it and, really is just so amazing and women are just amazing like she carried four babies in her body in her body yeah i, th- I it's mean such a miracle i feel like there's a basketball in my body right now like 
for basketball. Well, I mean, they would be teenier. You know, they're all smaller, but but yeah. Still, movement of four. Can you imagine what that would? It already kind of feels like you have an alien in there. There's like four aliens. Oh, it's like a litter around. Like a litter of babies. (gasps) This is what. Yeah, that's a little litter. This is what kitties. I think it's so special. Like I've always secretly like wanted to have. Twins it's amazing. Or triplets. Well, maybe triplets. But just like that bond that they get together. And it's so sweet. What goes on? I don't know. I always see pictures of like twins holding each other's faces when I they're know. newborns. And I'm like, they like shared that special space together. It's so sweet. It's so beautiful in a way. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. I don't know. There's also, something so those, cool about like, newborn pictures like would be legit. Oh, it's so precious. Yeah, it's so precious. I just think it's amazing. I just, I I, every aspect of that, like when she's talking about four people, like, oh, I just had to take four babies to to their checkup. I'm like, you can't do that. How do you do, what does the stroller look like? Is there a four stroller? Do you have to use two double strollers? I guess. Like, that's a, that's oh. a lot. Think of the extra expense. I mean, you have to get four cribs, four strollers. A million bottles, a million different clothes. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's just amazing. I I just want to I want to just slow clap, slow clap for them like throughout their life every single day because they're crushing it. I'm just leaving it with a very simple affirmation, okay. and I think this just applies to everybody. But I just think Amber's super. I say this about every one of our podcast guests that comes on, but their strength just amazes me. Oh, yeah. I love listening to different women's stories just because. Everyone has such a different strength. Totally. But the affirmation is, I am a strong and capable woman. And I just think that she that, is that woman. Like you said, slow clap. Slow clap. That's what we're doing. And we're slow clapping for all you ladies out there doing it with one, doing it with four, doing it with, and I mean, babies are. Or even women out there who whew. have none and are wanting them or yes. trying. like Or pregnant. Yeah. We're awesome. We're, we're strong. I mean, slow clap for the men out there, too, because she couldn't have done it also without her husband helping her out. But, man, wow. I think Tanner would have rolled over and died. Yeah, he probably would have. <laughs> George, is, George is a guy. He's the sweetest guy. He's a nice guy. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you uh, next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.